that. Let's cut that. <laughs> cut the fuck. Oh my god. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the second episode of uh, Weird Confessions Uganda. Yeah. Sorry, we're laughing, we're having a conversation. <laughs> uh, um, so wherever you're watching from, and I think uh, that's probably our YouTube channel, Weird Confessions Uganda. Uh, wherever you're listening in from, getting this podcast, uh, either Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast from. Uh, we're really, really happy to have you for our second episode. Very much. Well, so it again. And uh, my co-host today is... Jay. Most of you know me as Jay, so yeah. Jay. Uh, <laughs> Jay, just something about yourself? Um, well, literally, like, I'm usually behind that camera, like one of those two cameras. And today I, I stand here because... She felt like it was a good idea for me to get here because why? Um, I do have a little bit of a background in psychology and behaviorism. And for today's particular topic, mm-hmm. that has got to do a lot with how people react and how people um, like, um, like induce themselves to certain like actions, mm. which is everything that's got to do with what we're discussing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think that, I think, I think the primary way uh, we relate the most, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, <laughs> but it's in sexual ways, right? Um, yeah, uh, yes, probably. Primarily, yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, but um, as we're going to discuss today, listen, guys, uh, our Twitter account at UG underscore confess, confesses, right? At UG underscore confesses is where uh, this idea is actually born. Um, the entries of weird confessions from different Ugandans and uh, we kind of like pick the most popular topics, uh, the ones that have gotten the most engagement and then we get to discuss those topics um, on our podcast show and our YouTube show. Yeah. And um, today... We have picked uh, one of uh, your most uh, popular topics, which is basically marriage, relationships. Yeah. Marriage, relationships, and entanglement. And entanglement, that's right? That's what we usually call it nowadays. <laughs> because that's yeah? exactly most of, what the ent- yeah, yeah. most of the interests are about entanglement. It's entanglement, yeah? Yeah, it's, it, you're not writing to us, really telling us how amazing your relationship your relationships is relationships are. Yeah. <laughs> that's because they're a little... Yeah, they're, well, yeah. Non-traditional. I think that even when we want to do things the right way, yeah. relationships are so complex and so varied yeah. in how they come out that... Uh, well, we find ourselves in a little bit of entanglement. And we're going to be looking at all the, you know, not all, well, hopefully we can capture one that uh, you can relate with or you'd love to hear about. Different uh, sorts of like non-traditional sexual relationships. The typical, yeah. Yes, yeah. that we choose or find ourselves in, True. really. Yeah. Because we find lo- us or we find them. Like a lot of people like find themselves in what they call your average relationship that mm-hmm. isn't even average at all, mm-hmm. you know? So... People find themselves in situations that they do not know what to define as. Mm-hmm. And so today I think what we're going to do is be able to talk about some of these things. Some of them may sound crazy and some of them, most of you may not really relate with. And if they're crazy, know? if they're not crazy, I don't want Yeah, if they're not crazy, then they're, they're not for us. Yeah. yeah. So because we only do crazy here. So mm-hmm. yeah, sure. So I don't know what we go with first. Uh, what do you think is the most crazy or really interesting type of non-traditional I think I, I think I think usually when you talk about relationships is people assume mm-hmm. that a relationship is supposed to be this thing that happens leading up to 
marriage mm. you know because that's the way we've been tuned by society to see it as mm -hmm. like any actual relationship is supposed to be about marriage mm -hmm. it's supposed to be the 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 prelapse to 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 what comes out of dating and then which is marriage but then we know like people like me know and people like you know that it doesn't always end up that way and even if you get into that kind of like mutual arrangement of a relationship it isn't always one or two people mm -hmm. you know It's it's more than that, and that is what we're going to that is what we're going to be talking about because there's lots of them out there. There's um, a lot of us know what we were taught in school and what we've seen our parents do, mm. which is your everyday marriage. Mm. One woman marrying, I mean, one man marrying one woman and them having kids, mm. and that is what we've got we've gotten to know. Yeah, but but, but I also think that uh, our parents also kind of like learned from. Um, Yes. Well, it depends on where you're from, really, yes, because depends, if yeah. uh, you're going to be typically African, there is only so much you can stretch backwards and find monogamy as the, sure. as the, the you know, the go-to aspect of, of what marriage or relationships are like. Yeah, right? really. Like we've, we've so, so monogamy as, as, as the default, really. I don't know if it's really the default. <laughs> I don't know if you have the statistics on this. Well, it is the um, default for most people. Yes. But socioculturally, it is actually the default. Yeah. Um, Um, do you know how this gets into like human culture well, around the world societies? We've been around. Humanity has been around for pretty to close to six million years, yeah. And yet, human civilization has only been around for about six thousand years. Mm. You know? Modern human is about two million years, and yes, the yes. oldest civilizations don't. The they do not. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they do not prescribe. They do, they weren't prescribed to monogamy mm. because, according to um, philanthropists, mm -hmm. we learn. You know, from cave drawings and and all these documentation, different kinds of documentation that people these people are able to do, we know that we were never monogamous animals because, and I would say animals because um, we weren't always human, right? Mm. We've evolved to become humans. But humans yeah. are also animals. Well, yeah, modern day human, yeah, <laughs> okay. a modern day human, yeah. But still, like, um, so we weren't always that way, and but then. Um, According to history and philanthropy, like monogamous, any like the one, de the only few details we have about modern-day monogamy was in about the year uh, 1593, and this was with the Greeks, with the Hebrews, and with the Romans. They're the ones that prescribed to this new like generation of let us have one man and one woman. And the reason why that happened is because. They saw it. They were in these sort of like civilizations where mm. governments were supposed were taking place. Mm. So it was about rule. So monogamy actually came around as a socio-political, like um, um, like instruct. Yeah. So if a man, if I was a man and I needed a son, I needed for that son to be mine and mine alone. Mm. And because I needed that son to be mine and mine alone, I had to have this one wife mm. where it wouldn't be disputed, because at the end of the day. When it comes, when you talk about these kinds of civilization, like sort of like the Roman Empire, mm. it was it was it was kings, mm. yeah. And so, as a king, you have to make sure that you have a successor, and the only way you have a successor is if you have a legitimate son. Mm. So, actually, monogamy only came around because people wanted successors. Yeah. So it was a social political. The, the ones that they, they can be sure of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, when back in back when we go, when we uh, rewind back into into the modern human days, mm. we used to be hunter-gatherers. And as hunter-gatherers, we had no means and no need 
for a legitimate son. Mm. You had this group of maybe 30 people mm. of a tribe, what we call tribes, you know. And these people, there were women and there were men. And there were a couple of men that were in charge of breeding the women, you know. And these women, because we kept on moving... You know, How did they choose the ones that are in charge of breeding the women? No, like it was every woman. It ah. was every woman. Like the essence, and that is why uh, right now, because of the modern day movements of feminism and, and, and other like different like social um, interactions like that, is people are starting to realize like, okay, you know, if I'm a woman, it isn't my, my, my duty. My duty isn't to give birth, mm. you know. I'm just... As good as any man, right? So, but that wasn't what it was then. But, 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 uh, Jay, uh, <laughs> I would think that if we, for example, were more focused on the matrilineal line yeah. in terms of like being sure who is the parent of who, I, I feel like that's more definite than, I mean, men would, would think that because I've taken a woman home, yeah. then, it's, you know, I am, the, the offspring is mine. But truly, yeah. the, in most cases, well, we can't always be 100% yeah, sure. You, you, it's but never in the absence of yeah. DNA, and I mean, people sneak around either way, women do, True. right? Uh, this is why I really think that um, certain royal families around the world and some few societies yeah. have actually chosen that the matrilineal line is the one, it's the, it's the typical familial line you yes. get. Yes. yes. Because yes. I think they figured that uh, the only person we could be more sure of to be the parent of a child is the woman and yeah. not the man. Yeah. I think it's pretty smart. Yeah, it is. It but is, men's it is. egos, you know? <laughs> it is smart because um, we've, if we look back through, like, uh, let's say, um, British history, mm. is there's been a lot of, of, um, of people saying that some of these people, like, you know, some of, some of the people that have led these kingdoms and, and sons that have come for, for with, mm. when, didn't actually, uh, when men for this run because actually the women mm. um, slept with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but all of these things have been kept, you know, under wraps, they've yeah. been kept behind the curtain because nobody wants to talk about that, especially in, a, in, a, in an empire, like the British Empire. So nobody actually talks about these things. But um, marriage as a single union of a man and a woman has stretched thus far. Mm. But then as we've kept on going, as we've, we've kept on like coming, that has gradually depleted. Like, it has changed. Mm. And that is where we have all these modern kinds of relationships, what mm. you'd have called the atypical relationships that people yeah. don't usually want to talk about. Mm. Yeah. And, and many of these, uh, perhaps, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, if, if someone disagrees with me, uh, we really encourage you to um, leave us a voice note. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily if you disagree with us, but if you have something to add to this conversation, please <coughs> leave us a voice note on our WhatsApp number um, that will be provided on the screen. And um, would love to hear from you. But I think most of these atypical uh, sexual relationships um, I think that, uh, well, you don't necessarily have to agree or disagree with me, but um, I think that um, I mean, I in, in my opinion, it could, go, it could be going back to the hippies movement back in the 60s. Around the late 50s to the 60s, there was this culture shift uh, in America, the, the, the hippie movement. And uh, it was characterized by, well, many things, um, uh, you know, popularization of genes and like all sorts yeah. of like, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I can't stuff. think of anything but that came out of the hippie movement. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and, and one of the many things was um, just fluidity around sexuality 
and the expression of sexuality. Uh, well, I, I would say, I think we're having this conversation earlier on and we yeah. said um, a lot of the elements of the hippie movement can be also traced back to the Rastafari movement. Yeah. And, uh, but how has this created uh, the effect that we see today uh, from the 60s to now? What has changed and how has it changed and what do we have now? Well, the hippie movement, what usually people call the hippie movement, and the Rastafarian movement, are both, we're both socio-political movements, you know. Sort of the hippie movement starts right after the USA goes to war with Vietnam. Mm. Most of the people that do come back from Vietnam are, are people that have been to war. And so for them... Like uh, to everybody else, these are people that have PTSD. These are people that no longer follow follow rules because, well, mm. well, like I've been to war. So what? What worse can can how how bad can it get? You know. Mm. So they come back. They're so like so very self-expressive. You know, and so they form this movement of we are ourselves, and some of the things that they board on is freedom and free expression, and so some of these like sexual experiences and and sexual niches. Like crop up from that because once somebody's free and they're free to do whatever they want, then they are more bound to do whatever they want. And, and especially with their bodies. Especially with their bodies, yeah. Sexually, exactly. yes. Sexually. So most of these things, um, stuff like swinging and, and, and polyamory and even homosexuality crop up from the hippie movement in the USA. We are yeah. getting there, right? Yeah, yeah we so, are So, okay, okay, okay. So, because I'm hearing some really, really interesting stuff. Yeah. Hmm. What should we get into first? Oh, well, like... For me, I think asexual. Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why sexual? Okay. Asexual because... Uh, so, we're talking about all these ways that people choose to have sex and yeah. with whom. Yeah. And, and, and then there are these people. Who actually do not... Uh, Who do not want yeah, sex. Yeah, do like, not want sex, right? It, like, yeah. it's, for me, I think it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting because it's... I, I, I must say... Like, do you know any asexual person? I know, I know a few, like maybe sadly or, uh, <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't. Are they like a unicorn, or people just don't tell us? Guys, you need to tell us when you are sexual because anyway, no, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. It's none of our business. No, but yeah, my God, yeah. But there's, there's, I don't know anyone. There's genuinely people that aren't interested in sex, and for them, a relationship is everything but the sex. Mm. Yeah, and I know that that usually would sound good, but that's not the way how it works, you know. Because honestly, like intimacy is part of any healthy relationship. Mm. And as therapists and as psychologists, when somebody comes to you and they tell you like my marriage is falling down, this it's either one of two reasons. One of the two like typical like reasons for people to fall out of love, mm -hmm. love as you I put it in brackets. Fall because, out of yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. To fall out of love <laughs> is either financial problems. Or sexual problems, and that is how that is that tells you how important sex is in a relationship. Mm. Yeah, and so for the asexual people, that is that is something that is even new to me. And and mm. and, and, and I'm supposed to be a psychologist, right? Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to know that, but it is also even it, it is so new to me because it's so rare. And so there's not a lot of like test subjects out there. There's not a lot of people mm. that are willing to come to you and tell you that okay, I, I don't really. I, I don't really enjoy sex. I don't like it. Mm. Like I have this man that I love so much, but I don't feel that way about him. Mm. So that is new for me too. But psychologically speaking, uh, I mean, what what <sighs> would this mean? Um, uh, where would where would? I mean, science doesn't always have to answer the why, yeah, really. Yeah. But if you could, uh, the psychology of an asexual person. I mean, what I would think it look like. 
Okay, I, I would say I would say most of the times that I've that I've come across people like that, it's either childhood trauma or the kind of conditioning and situation that they've grown up in. If I do grow up and I see um, I've come I've grown up in a homestead or a family where sex is demonized, mm. then that draws that impression in me, and I go with that for pretty much the rest of my life, and. What we realize is most of the people actually are formed to a sexuality during their teenagers. That is mm. when somebody starts and like, no, I don't want that. Like, you know, because that's your, your, that is your time for discovery. That is when you discover your sexuality. That is when people come out as, as lesbian or as gay or somebody like gets a hint in themselves that, mm. okay, I may be interested in this. Or maybe I find this really, I do not understand this, but I feel this way about myself. Mm. And I think that is what for most people, is when they discover their sexuality. And for me, I can say that I would answer like everything mm. that's got to do with asexual people. Or oh, why they feel, or why they they feel that way. But mm. the few cases of people that I've talked to, it's either a trauma event in mm. their childhood, mm -hmm. you know, or something to do with their family history. What do you think their relationships are like? Uh, Well, you, you, and asexual or sexual well, and asexual, guess, I don't know. Your guess is as good as <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine because I really have no idea. Oh my God, guys, if you are listening in and you're in one or you've um, known someone who has been uh, dating someone who's asexual or two people who are asexual, yeah. please let us know because we are dying to hear about what that's like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do not want to really, I don't want to guess what it's like, yeah. but I'm really, really waiting on, you know what, these people... What well, these people you know, are going yeah. to say, yeah. Huh. Polyamory. Oh, polyamory. This is crazy popular right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, not is. popular. I don't know if it's popular in, um, like, application. Okay. But the conversations around polyamory... After yeah, entanglement yeah. with August. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. There is a meme. There is a meme. <laughs> there is a clip. There is, you know, <laughs> literally everybody like blew up. Like the internet blew yes, up yes. with that. You know, like this entanglement issue. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 not particularly new. Like for people that have actually um, that are open minded, you know, and have been through different kinds of societies and met different kinds of people, we all know that this has been happening for a very long time. Even do you here need to travel though? You, you do not Because I feel like people have been, maybe some have been having this relationship but quietly and without necessarily sharing on social media or sharing it as some sort of like idea, novel idea. Like the beauty about what we're trying to do here with Weird Confessions is we get to hear what people have to say mm. and they say it anonymously mm -hmm. and when you're doing something anonymously people tell you things that they wouldn't normally talk about and now we know that even with people that have been in like monogamous marriages mm. a lot of people have actually talked about cheating and most people would, would think that polyamory and cheating are pretty much the same mm. but they're not you know because polyamory actually is you you know that you're as people put it, eating out, right? Yes. So, you... Hey, people, wait, we talk about people and eating them. <laughs> mm? But, okay. <laughs> so, people people know that, you both know that you're eating out and that is where polyamory is. is it's this arrangement of where you could be, you could be a couple or mm. you could be um, just two people that know each other mm. but then you, 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 you sort of like agree that we are going to be seeing and sleeping with other people. Okay, yeah. so just to put it out there and to be very precise, 
na curate um polyamory seeks consent yes and knowledge yes of, of participants of both yeah both or the group of participants mm. yes so how different is polyamory from open relationships like what's the distinction between the two well with polyamory you both of you know like this consent between whoever is taking like taking um charge whoever is practicing like whoever is <clears throat> in this re- in, in this arrangement right with the thing with open with an open relationship is one partner does not necessarily have to know whether you're sleeping around or whether you're not and who you're sleeping around with that's like literally the favorite thing of <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's lit- thing. that is literally what a lot of you are doing and I'm not going to say anything about myself but cheating <laughs> I am sure okay but yeah. this first finish uh, polyamory and then open relationships so you say the distinction is just to make it clear yeah the distinction is in polyamory mm-hmm. all of the people that are partaken mm-hmm. know that they're doing this mm-hmm. right as in and the difference the only difference there is between that and an op- and an open relationship is in an open relationship we know that okay we are not mutual we're not mutually exclusive mm. but i may not have to know who you're dating or who you're seeing mm. that isn't me mm. and yet in a polyamorous relationship i have to know mm. yeah mm. i do have to know yeah um okay so basically i mean you can imagine how um i mean how do we get to know that people are in polyamorous relationships in this day and age Um well this is, this do they post their significant others but can you imagine yeah. if you had to post two significant others on Facebook yeah. or on Twitter I, I know and he's okay the and, and judgment that <laughs> and I'm glad like I'm so glad that you you mentioned like uh social media like um platforms like Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. because on Facebook mm. we all know all of us that they're on Facebook is you choose your your um your status yes. your relationship yes. status yes and It's amazing and you can go to Facebook right now check your friends profiles and everything a lot of people have open relationship on their on on their Facebook but I do not think they do understand what an open relationship is same I don't think they do because 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 usually I mean the world has changed we are getting a lot of our partners of of people that we're dating mm. off of social media because we we are we are busy people we are working harder than ever mm-hmm. we're looking we're working long hours money is really scarce and hard to find and so we find ourselves in this in this dilemma where we we don't spend as much time being in the outdoors we don't spend as much time going to church where mm-hmm. apparently people do meet people we're not oh God, we're not church. as social as we used to be mm-hmm. yeah and so and so we meet people online because it's as easy as somebody saying hi you know in your dm yeah so <laughs> and and, and so a lot of people a lot of people have got into relationships with people that actually have open relationship as a description in a in in a in in, in their relationship status do you think it scares off anyone if they see open relationship i don't think it does because we're all secretly doing it anyway are you kidding what do you mean by all excuse well, me please um, I mean, uh, that, that, speak for yourself that's what makes me okay. that's what makes me the psychologist because <laughs> because i know so, so are you are you are you saying you're one of the people doing open relationships open or you're speaking like on behalf of like humanity and like all of us on social media well i i i always say that you know like experience is the best master and so and so, and so i must say I, and, and i must and, and i must admit that I've been in a couple of open relationships mm. but the only difference between me and probably the the Tom Dick and Harry out there is 
somebody knows about it like my partner knows about it so we actually that somebody is your partner right yes. not someone who has seen you with yes. someone else and yet they yes. know your partner that's yes, true 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 <laughs> okay yeah so so it's it's this conversation that people are having mm. either subconsciously in their head because um they know they're in an open relationship but mm. their partner doesn't know now speaking of uh facebook uh social media options yeah. for relationship status um so for example facebook has uh, you can say you, you can have uh, an open relationship True. but i'm thinking why so many people one of the reasons why so many people have open relationship is because in an open relationship is because they don't have the choice of polyamory for example Yeah they do not. They don't. So if you're in a polyamorous relationship, <sighs> the closest you have for a description for your status is, is open, an relationship. open relationship. And yet they are kind of like really different. Yeah they, they are very different, yeah. But I was reading some um, <coughs> a medium article, like an article on Medium, uh, where someone is saying that what they did yeah. was to use partner the 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 option of partner, partner and then they listed yeah. more than one partner. Yeah. Because apparently yeah. both of this person's partners yes. wanted to be named so that's the oh, other thing about polyamorous yeah. relationships yeah. is that um like who are you public with and who are you who not are you? public yeah, with yeah, true, because true. also the, the concept of who you're public with has a because i could want to be in a polyamorous relationship but i don't want the judgment right true. that comes with it true. but socially speaking in yeah. the usual social sense True. uh friends and family but yeah. also on social media yeah but uh maybe both of my partners now want me to post them to, to post them yeah. right yeah. or uh both of my partners want to meet my friends and family and uh, can <laughs> and, you be honest yeah, like not all our friends and family yeah, are, are open True. to the idea of polyamory and um i mean ma- many young people are still doing uh, are doing it and taking it up um True. because it works for them it but does. i don't know about the application and how it works i mean you're ugandan I'm Ugandan. Yeah. I want you to imagine in a polyamorous relationship. Yes. Go friends and family. <laughs> I do know. Both know. your partners oh, yeah. would love for you to, to be open to, about having both of them. Yeah. And, and the relationship having that dynamic, yeah. how would you go no, around that? Well, like that puts you in a bit of a debacle because to us and okay, polyamory for is mostly comfortable with the people that are partaking. It's not comfortable with everybody else, your mm. family, your friends, mm. because for them that's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's and they find it weird because either weird is yeah. actually a euphemism. Yes. They would be they would find it immoral. They find it like immoral and part of it would actually just be jealousy. Like he's he's Let me tell you, but a lot of immorality is about jealousy <laughs> exactly. that we cannot yeah, yeah. do these things. Yeah. Like if why does he have to do it? Like yeah. why why will really he do can't, it if I can't? Why why yeah. you know why 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 are you getting more sex and 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 I'm not. Yeah. Okay, I know it doesn't necessarily translate into to more sex, <laughs> but that's what we think. And that's why people well, that's why one of the misconceptions <laughs> and the judgments of polyamory is oh you just want to sleep around. Yes. You know, but yeah. is that all is the case? No, it's not. It's is not. there something about polyamory that is more than just sex that you know you would want viewers and those listening in to know? Yes, there is more to it than than just the sex. Of a lot of people lately are getting into uh, long distance relationships. And the hardest probably one of the hardest relationships to make work is mm. long distance relationship. Yeah. Your partner isn't with you. And so people have actually figured out that if I'm in a polyamorous relationship and I have a partner here and a partner there, then that actually makes it efficient for all parties involved. Is because, it? Yeah, because we'll talk even, about efficiency another time, but okay. <laughs> no, uh-huh. because even even for let me say the partner that you leave behind that isn't with you like in the moment, mm-hmm. they at least have this 
I, I, and, and I'm going to call it this, but this delusion of comfort that this person is only seeing one other person that I do know about. And what would the truth be? And the truth is probably more than that. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, 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 okay. Can I talk about uh, how we think that monogamy is what is normal? I know there's been uh, the social cultural yes. conditioning, yes. but like even, even if like we... Like most of us, if they say it, okay, self-reflect yeah. and and think about what it would be like for your partner to have someone else that True. you know about. <laughs> I don't. I, f- I feel like the easier first thing that you feel is jealousy and insecurity. How does that work um, uh, for people venturing into such? No, well, I think I think a, a relationship. Us, I think a lot of people actually assume that marriages are more to do about with emotion or relationships are more to do with with emotion and love. You know, mm. but honestly, we we know like most marriages actually about practicality. They're about security. But we don't know that when we're getting into them, do yes, we? Yes, they do. Yes, you do not know that. And for most people, that's something that's deep in their subconscious, but they're not even willing to mm. to discover themselves to bring it to the to the front. Mm. You know, but they're not they're not especially about me having this one person alone. You know, because you'll find like in sort of like let me say in no more Ugandan society where at least I've had this before where a woman will say like I don't mind who else is seeing as long as he provides as long as I have security as long as I have a house you know as long as I have um, the security and protection for my, my kids my face <laughs> for my okay. kids you know that's that, 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 that works you know so for the I, I think I think it's not easy like it's not a very easy like perception of things for most people mm-hmm. but it is happening uh, so when you say uh, it's not um, an easy thing to grapple with and to accept yeah. that uh, the practicality of relationships uh, kind of like pushes the emotional aspect of it yes. like a little, not aside. I mean, I mean that's the thing about monogamy, right? Yeah. But okay, okay, I don't want to get into that. What I want you to tell me is, are you saying that polyamorous people are making a hard choice. Like, is it something that they actually joyfully get into? Is it a tough decision? Is it a practical decision? Is it something that we actually just want to try out as, 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 you know, the generation that is now enjoying youth? But also lastly, as we wrap up about polyamory, the gender dynamic. Yes. Is this something that is working for both genders really equally? I know polyamory mm-hmm. is like a huge improvement of polygamy, yes. right? Yes. Because in polygamy, <laughs> women, I know women win, but only they only win if the man is wealthy, yes. right? And even then, the emotional bit of it has to be sidelined. Sure. So polyamory, both women and men can see it like different people, but is that the reality of it? And here's what, like, uh, the way I love that you asked that is actually the shock factor with what we just said mm-hmm. about the entanglement mm-hmm. and the two people that were talking about that, yeah. the shock factor and what made it go viral was because it was the woman saying it. Okay. Yeah. So that in itself like, it gives you the Because the woman answer. had quite yeah. ventured out. Exactly. And, an and so partner. people don't usually expect that. They're like, oh, it was the woman, you know? Like women <laughs> want someone else. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh-huh, no, yeah, yeah. So, so I would say no. I would say that um, it is an equal like for both genders. I feel like it will be. Maybe it will get there. Sort mm-hmm. of like yeah, yeah. But but I feel like the men 
I literally usually push for this, mm-hmm. you know, because it's hmm. easier for them and because there's less. Reminds me of threesomes. Yeah, there's there's lesser there's lesser um, societal pressure for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 acceptance. And acceptance, uh, yes. Mm, yeah. mm. No, I hear you. Okay, okay. Now, huh, that reminds me of. Yeah. Um, Swinging. And I, I want to admit that every single time I think of swinging, guys, yeah. I think, you see, the media portrayal of these things yes. is very, very important because uh, whenever I think of swinging, I think about these shows like yeah. from the US where uh, people, you know, like couples are swinging. Yeah. And you know how they usually look like blonde and yeah. like white people. Yeah. I haven't seen shows. I, I know that they exist, <laughs> but I haven't yet seen shows of black people swinging. Swinging. What is swinging? Because do you what what's swinging? Literally swinging. The dynamics of it. Swinging is a couple opening up their the rela- their sexual relationship because it mostly deals with sex, you know? Like opening up their shows don't show that opening sex it's because they don't well I don't know. They're not late shows, are it's they? Swinging always the always sex. Like do couples agree that we swing, we Yeah, usually swinging is about the sex dynamic. <gasps> it has very little to do with the actual like emotional relationship itself. It's mostly to do with this. That is why, um, the, like, uh, there's actual like euphemisms about swinging, and that's like I know sex parties and orgies and stuff. That is why, if you did right now, like, go to to a porn to a porn site, right, mm-hmm. and you put like a word, let's say, sex orgy or swinging, it would yes, bring it will, yeah, no, especially yeah. the storyline. Exactly, you know, like it, it will be pretty much the same thing. This is something I've just read about. Yeah. I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so like, um, swinging like sort of like takes on that that sexual dynamic, and so it's this couple like opening up their sexual, mm. you know, life. But with to, another couple. With another couple, yeah. And so, how is this different from wife swap? How is this different? No, it's actually the same. It's pretty much the same. <gasps> Why do they call but it they, wife swapping though? It's because um, with wife swap, you're swapping the wife. With swinging, both of you can actually swing. Actually, there's actually swinging where both couples, the man and the woman. Are bisexual, so it's it, it does get interesting. Oh my god, I had not seen the dynamic coming, <laughs> but my god, yeah. that is super interesting. Yeah, so it that, that 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 that's what swinging is, and that is why it actually. But I think of of everything that we've actually talked about, mm-hmm. swinging, I must say, is one of the most detailed because it yeah because the people that and do I, partake. I, and I was thinking it was the simplest. No. The people that do partake actually sign waivers of what happens when and what doesn't happen. You know, imagine signing a waiver here though in Uganda. Exactly, you, they would talk. Yeah, because with with swinging, is people can actually say you're not, you cannot touch my wife if I'm not <laughs> in the room, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or all, all these conditions, yes. no, I hear. You. Yes, or or you cannot, um, or if we are having sex and even you as a couple want to 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 take to, part mm. yeah you, your wife can only be the can only be the person that that um sort of let me uh, say does this to my wife mm, and mm. not the other way around so, so it's basically the those four yes. right but can you imagine if swinging happened two polyamorous groups yeah and it does happen that it is what does? that is what orgies are and that is why i actually made that reference that is what orgies are because in an orgy although for most like sex orgies, it's just mm-hmm. couples like having sex together. Yeah, two, two, but yeah. there's like swinging orgies where it's thirty men, thirty women going at it like rabbits. <laughs> okay, yeah, leave rabbits out of this. Rabbits are too cute. Okay, yeah, and uh, okay, but in all this, like, 
I feel like many of these things are like really progressive. Yeah. Uh, but what does it look like for Ugandan as we wrap up? Because most of our audience, uh, no, 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 most, not most of our audience, but yeah. uh, our Twitter uh, entries, Weird Confessions Uganda and the Twitter account yes. at UG underscore confesses. Yeah. Most of the entries we get are from Ugandans, right? True. And um, from the entries that we have gotten, yes. like, how hard or easy has this been? And is this something you prescribe for people to look into? Because uh, you've seen the, the, the issues that they, they have raised around I would say, experiences around relationships yeah, and sex. I would say, I would say a comfortable relationship mm-hmm. is a good relationship. Mm. A Whether rela- for a Ugandan or anyone else, yes, really. Yes, a relationship where you're getting what you want and you're getting what you need. And both partners are feel like they're part of something grand Mm. is a good thing. So it doesn't matter what it is, honestly, as long as it's legal, by the way. (laughs) Oh my God, the legal bit. (laughs) Legal. But but I think consensual covers the legal bit, but I just want to stress it. Consensual and legal. Yes, consensual and legal. Consensual is legal, but yes. So so as long as those are covered, then it's a good thing. Mm. So it doesn't, I mean... I have no issues with polyamory. I have no issues with swinging. I have no issues with you people that are asexual. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't understand it, but I do actually um, feel that that is you. That is who you are. And for as long as both of you are comfortable with that dynamic, we are all good. That's what makes... Really as a psychologist, as you wrap up, um, <sighs> I would say that you have to point out sexual health yes. and emotional health yes. in such arrangements. Yes. What do you prescribe and what do you like what do you just like really advise? And the greatest part about like most of these things and just like you said, because they're progressive, is people actually take extra precautions to make them safe for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? These things that we could have talked about, sort of like BDSM, where people actually also it's it's another thing that where people sign mm-hmm. waivers and stuff like that, hard limits, soft limits and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with all these kinds of relationships. People actually test. People make sure that they are wearing protection. Mm. People make sure that um, if my woman is going to sleep with somebody else, that they're either on the peel or something like that. And that is really, really important. If you're going to delve in this, then you've got to make sure that you do these things. Because at the end of the day, it's not about that relationship is going to tear apart if you're both not healthy. If one of you is dead, then it's no longer a relationship. Mm. So you have to take extra care about making sure that you're taking the right precautions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, so this is pretty much, and I, and I think that in such relationships, just to point it out, uh, I think that they succeed and stay healthy if yes. women have more choices available to them. True. Uh, contraception yes. and also staying healthy, yes. but also like emotionally, uh, how more than just like communication amongst and between people, like what else can they do? See a therapist? Do they need the therapist? Oh, how I mean, do they? You, you, you do not need a therapist to 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 to, um, to take you through this, you know, because it's it's a mutual arrangement. It's something between the two of you. Plus, by the time you're seeing a therapist, <laughs> yeah, well, that has gone wrong then. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the time you see a therapist, then probably has gone wrong mm-hmm. because that's the only reason people come to us. 
yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yes, I do agree. Like, you've got to be, you've got to make sure that your partner is okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, emotional-wise, mm-hmm. like, you really need to take care that your partner is in it with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not just forcing something on So, them. regular communication is important. Regular communication is important. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Jay. Uh, Jay is one of, uh, um, uh, you know, one of the people yes. that make up the team that is behind this wonderful project. Uh, so, it's been really, really good to have him. And really guys, thank you so much for listening in, for watching. Uh, please do not forget to rate us on Spotify or wherever you listen to this um, podcast from and please subscribe to our YouTube channel Weird Confessions Uganda and then go to our Twitter account at UG underscore confesses do not forget to send us any voice notes or messages on our WhatsApp number Uh, it's right there on the screen Uh, we're waiting to hear from you about what you think about this Uh, thank you so much see ya next time thank you Jay thank you